Thomas and Friends Storytime The Other Side of the Mountain Starring Thomas the Tank Engine, Bertie the Bus and Butch the Breakdown Truck Based on the Railway Series by the Reverend W. Audrey Created by Britt Allcroft, read by Mark Marahan and Friends This is the story about Thomas the Tank Engine A cheeky little blue steam engine With six small wheels A short stumpy funnel A short stumpy boiler And a short stumpy dome He is the number one engine on the Fat Controllers Railway And has a whistle that sounds like this So now you've met the hero of our story Let's begin our journey All aboard for a big adventure The Other Side of the Mountain Thomas has travelled to every corner of the Fat Controllers Railway. But the place Thomas likes to work most is on his very own branch line, with his faithful coaches Annie and Clarabelle. It's also the place Thomas gets to race with Bertie the bus. <laughs> I'm going to win today! Clapped <laughs> Bertie, and he raced ahead with Thomas right behind him. Thomas always enjoyed racing with Bertie. Bertie teased Thomas that roads were better than tracks. And Thomas would say that tracks were the best. But one day, Thomas didn't see Bertie at all. Hmm, I wonder where Bertie is today. Then Thomas, Annie and Clarabelle saw that Bertie's usual route was closed. Some workmen were busy digging in the middle of the road. Bertie was waiting at Farquhar Station when Thomas arrived. Hello, Bertie. I saw the men working on the road. I know. I have to take a different road at the moment, right round the other side of the mountain. The other side of the mountain? I've never been over there. That's because you can only go where there are tracks, and there are no tracks on the other side of the mountain, silly. <laughs> but what's it like? What's it like? Oh, Bertie knew Thomas would never go to the other side of the mountain, because there were no tracks. Bertie decided he could have some fun with Thomas. Thomas, it's amazing. There are jungly trees and um, uh, a sparkly waterfall and there's always a rainbow. Thomas wasn't sure if Bertie was just teasing him. Always? No, you're making it up. That can't be true. Well, I guess you'll never know because you'll never get to go and see for yourself. <laughs> and with that, Bertie hurried away. Bertie, <laughs> come back! Thomas couldn't stop thinking about what Bertie had said. He looked up at the mountain as he travelled along his branch line. Do you think there's really always a rainbow on the other side of that mountain? Thomas asked Annie and Clarabelle. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't know. We, we don't, don't know, know what, what it's like, like over, over there. <laughs> there must be some way I can see for myself. But Annie and Clarabelle weren't so sure. Silly Thomas, you can't go where there aren't any tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Silly! <laughs> Later, 
Thomas arrived back at Knapford Station, where Bertie was waiting for him. <laughs> it's not funny, Bertie. I want to go there too. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Thomas, <laughs> but you're being silly. Annie and Clarabelle agreed. That's what we, we said. said. I'm not being silly. I just want to see what's on the other side of that mountain. Bertie couldn't resist telling Thomas his story again. <laughs> yes, it is a pretty fantastic waterfall. Oh, and that rainbow. Wow! <laughs> then Bertie drove away before Thomas could ask any more questions. Hmm. The next day, Thomas saw Bertie waiting at the level crossing. Thomas was determined to find out if the wonderful place Bertie had told him about was real. Bertie, there's not really always a rainbow on the other side of that mountain, is there? You've been making it all up. You've been teasing me. Bertie decided it was about time he explained. Well, I haven't really been making it up, Thomas, but... <gasps> I knew it! Wait, Thomas! Hmm. I can explain! Oh, just listen! Oh. But Thomas didn't want to listen, and he sped away. He couldn't believe that Bertie had been teasing him all this time. But Thomas wasn't looking where he was going, and he raced right past the stop signal. The signalman tried to warn him. No, Thomas! Watch out! But it was too late. Thomas was going too fast to stop. Thomas bumped right off the rails and onto the grass. He skidded out of control into the woods, crashing through the bushes and trees. Thomas finally came to a stop, perched on a ledge on the other side of the forest. Luckily, nobody was hurt. A little while later, the fat controller arrived with Butch the breakdown truck. Oh, once again, Thomas, you have caused confusion and delay. Thomas felt very silly. I didn't mean to, sir. But Bertie had been teasing me and I was still feeling cross. Which means you weren't paying attention. That's how accidents happen. Yes, sir. I'm sorry, sir. Thomas had slid too far away from the tracks. So Butch had to take Thomas to the steamworks by road. As they travelled along, Thomas wondered which way they were going. Isn't the steamworks the other way, Butch? Yes, but that road's closed for construction. Then... is this the road Bertie was taking? The one on the other side of the mountain? Eh, uh, I suppose it must be. As they drove along, Thomas looked around. Hmm. Bertie told me there were jungly trees over here and a sparkly waterfall and there was always a rainbow. Butch seemed surprised. Oh, I don't think so, Thomas. It's pretty much the same as the other side of the mountain. Then Thomas saw something that made him beam from buffer to buffer. 
What? What's so funny? Up ahead, Thomas could see a large travel poster. And on it was a picture of a beautiful place. A place with... The sparkly waterfall, the jungly trees and the rainbow. <laughs> There's always a rainbow. <laughs> Thomas realised that Bertie had described the picture on the travel poster. And Bertie was right. It was an amazing place. <laughs> the next day, Bertie came to visit Thomas, who was being repaired at the steamworks. <laughs> Very funny, Bertie. <laughs> yes, I, I told you I didn't make it up. <laughs> no, but you made it sound like it was real, not just a big poster. Bertie was sorry for teasing Thomas. No, I didn't mean to make you have an accident, though, Thomas, just so you could see what was on the other side of the mountain. But Thomas had his own little trick to play on Bertie. I know. But just you wait until you see the new wings Victor has for me. Soon I'll be able to fly wherever I want, even where there aren't any roads. Then Thomas smiled at Bertie. Eh? Oh, now you're joking, aren't you? <laughs> You'll only have wings in your dreams. OK, then. In my dreams, said Thomas. And he closed his eyes and imagined flying high over the fields and towns and swooping up over the mountain to the other side. <laughs> the end. Listen out for other adventures with Thomas and Friends Storytime. Parents, if you like what you heard, please leave us a review and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tell your friends too. Thomas and Friends is a registered trademark of Galen Thomas Limited.